Hey, this is Shane. And this is Jay. How you doing? Mason Pace joining us of the Mason Pace band. Uh, you're Welcome. Set release, yeah, set to release King of Hearts, the EP on uh, August 6th. The release showcase is uh, August 13th, and we are just so pumped. We were checking out um, the uh, video for uh, the title track and, and just uh, so many other uh, projects you've been a part of, man. And uh, I would love your stuff. First of all, how, how are you feeling with this uh, EP complete and uh, ready to come out? Well, yeah, thank you very much for having me on, by the way. Um, I am super stoked because this is a new way that I'm approaching it. Before I had been loosely writing, I had my first album, Whateverland, that was stuff I'd written when I was 15 years old. Okay. So a lot of this okay. new stuff is very cutting edge. It's darker, it's bigger, it's grander, and it just really worked out. And I went to LA, I met my producer, Brent Woods, and we just really, really hit it off. And as you could see, Reborn and King of Hearts got a lot of great positive um, feedback. I got a lot of positive feedback from it. And we got a lot of shows booked and we're looking to go big with it. Yeah, I, I bet, especially as things are finally coming back online, can't, get out, can't wait to get out there and jam, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's been quite a bit, but we're getting back in the swing of things. And uh, me being in Florida, I've actually been quite grateful to have been able to play more than most people around the country. Well, I see the, the sun there coming through the window on you. Uh, that nice Florida sun. I, I lived in uh, Orlando for five years. What's it, what's it like in, in Boca? That's where you are, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Boca is a very nice town. Um, no bias. No bias. It's a very, very nice, pristine town in Boca. Um, Miami is an hour south of me. To give a little idea, Miami's the closest uh, major city. Um, Orlando, Disney World is three hours north of me. And I mean, Florida is just hot. That's the only way to really put it. It's just hot and in the summertime you breathe soup because it's just so humid mm. and oh yeah every time i go out to california or nashville it's just like oh my god there's no humidity it's it's great <laughs> and I'm just reveling a little bit that uh what's the scene like down there is it is there a, a pretty big metal hard rock scene where you are there is a big metal scene in uh uh, Orlando. I just did a gig in Orlando in May and I got an amazing response. The fans there are super cool and super supportive of uh, local acts and local bands. Um, and when people say rock is dead, it's just not true because I've just, I've seen it firsthand. Um, and even in Miami, there's a really good scene as well. And being a part of those shows are really fun. Well, you kind of tapped into our, our next question, or maybe if I could predict, uh, Jane, maybe our next question here. I mean, you know, you, 
you're right. Rock is definitely not dead. And you've opened for Vince Neil, Cheap Trick, Joan Jett, and Ace Fraley were huge Kiss fans. And uh, you've even played alongside Phil Collins. I mean, what, what do you think it's been like? Um, what's it been like for you to share the stage with them? And, and can you only imagine what they're thinking? You know, Rock is definitely alive and well. Yeah, I mean, I have had a few amazing opportunities to open for my idols. Um, yeah, you, you said a few, Cheap Trick, Joan Jett, Vince Neil, Ace Freely, Sebastian Bach. Funny enough, I met my producer, Brent Woods, in 2017 because he plays for Sebastian Bach. Oh, and wow. I didn't even know that he'd be my producer three years later. So right like, on. Match made in heaven. Uh, and well, to, to say the least, match made in heaven, Mr. Brent Woods. Uh, but yeah, I've also played alongside Phil Collins as a part of his Little Dreams Foundation. And that was really fun. Um, we raised a lot of funds to, um, to fund the cause of helping underprivileged kids who can't afford to achieve their dreams in music or not, not achieve, but pursue. They, they like wanna buy a drum kit or wanna buy a tennis racket. They wanna buy um, a, a paint and an easel, that type of thing. For the kids who can't afford that, we raise um, a lot of money. And that was a really good cause that I was a part of for a long time. Yeah. Very cool. What, um, <clears throat> talking about Florida again, just for real quick, um, talking about how important it is to have that local <clears throat> band base behind you and that local scene. I do remember, where did you play in Orlando? Called the Haven. The Haven? Okay. Massive stage, massive speakers. Not the biggest place in the world, but it'll pack people. That's that's where even my favorite bands come through in, in the tours. Um, and I'm actually playing up there again September 18th, which uh, I'll be announcing real soon as a part of a tour. Because <laughs> when I lived when I lived there uh, in Tampa, the, the death metal scene was massive. Um, and as you know, that yeah. scene went on, that, that scene exploded and, and took off across in, you know, in the Tampa, world. It's, it's, it's uh, in Tampa, it's pretty prevalent. And it's, it's, it's Tampa's I've noticed is a little more brutal. Um, yeah. Where like Vader and like cannibal corpse passed through there. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. I, I haven't been out to Tampa yet, but I've heard and seen a lot of good stuff. Yeah. It's got to be such a great energy, too. You know, I mean, it's just some of those Thank venues, you. You mentioned, right? Well, some yeah. of those uh, venues you talked about it has to be so cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate that. All those, all those videos were directed, filmed, and recorded, you know, by ourselves. The King of Hearts video was done in our garage. Wow. And that you know, we're just a powerhouse and we're um, ready for anything. I mean, we're ready to tour. We got our show ready on 813 in our hometown. We're playing our album in full. We're playing the crowd favorite covers, but they're also our own versions. And yeah, we're just fully produced, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys really dig it. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, Shane, who did you hear? Or what were some of the, what did it remind uh just the, the phrasing and the song and the sound of the uh, uh, King of Hearts just reminded me of, uh, I, I know you guys hate when you hear this reminded me of that, but we always have to draw from something, unfortunately. And I, 
I heard uh, some Killing Joke in there. I don't know if you're a fan, but I know I, I like Killing Joke a lot, actually. Um, Great I've riff. Actually, I've actually gotten into um, that's along the lines of like Strapping Young Lad because okay. I actually I wrote King of Hearts before I really started listening to uh, Strapping Young Lad, and I even loved Devin Townsend before I found out about Strapping Young Lad, and I was listening to. <laughs> I was listening to Strapping and I'm like, this sounds like just a more brutal Devin Townsend and I love it. And I'm like, oh shit, it is Devin Townsend. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. the production wall coming into my ears is like, oh, oh it's Devin Townsend. So, just a nice thunderous riff in there with, with that, that pacing. Just so good, man. Thank so you. good. Thank so you. You're um, Talking about your influences, like just who you kind of grew up with, listening to. I mean, I'm sure some of the people you you said that you opened for, but just what are some of the other folks that who really influence your style? I've got a massive Steven Tyler behind me right now. <laughs> yes. Um, Gotta love it. Yeah, Aerosmith was one of my first concerts ever. I love Steven Tyler as a frontman, Joe Perry as a guitarist, the whole band. I love Aerosmith to death. Um, from the classics. Aerosmith, Black Sabbath, Ozzy. I really connect with Ozzy Osbourne because his he's, I'll say it out front, he's not like the most technical singer in the world, but it's just his style is so distinct. And yeah. I'm told a lot that my voice is so distinct and I absolutely love that about Ozzy. And he's, he's just his own being and <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yes. Um, other ones, Queen, Led Zeppelin, uh, Van Halen, and then some of the newer bands I absolutely love are Primus. Primus is my favorite band of all time. I'm going to see them next month. I'm very excited. They're playing Farewell to Kings by Rush. Uh, uh, they for Rush back in their heyday, and yeah. they're just so good. I love Les Claypool. And then other ones include Gojira, Ghost, Ginger, um, Mastodon, Ghost. That's the Ghost. Yeah. Ghost is pretty crazy. Shane, did you and I see them live? Was that with them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was an awesome show. That was like... Yeah, they were very evil. Yeah. (laughs) So good, though. I mean... the Like, they really channeled Blue Oyster Cult, too. Oh, God, yeah. But they're just so different and so sinister and spooky and yeah. it's, I love that type of stuff. I love the little spooky, the spooky music sometimes. They do it too with a, a bit of tongue and cheek in there. You know, it's kind of like you kind of know that um, even though they're being over the top, you know, that there's some some humor involved. You know, oh, it's just satirical forever. I mean, it's yeah, it's really it's really good. I first saw them. I'm like, ooh. Really, the, the the demon mask and the demon, yeah. but I'm like, oh shit, what, what the hell is this? Rats always yeah. got feet, but it's like the video is just. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love the melody. I love the melody of the song. It's just like this is a little too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw them when they came down here. They're really good. Yeah, and to be on tour with them would be. Oh man. Be with the the print behind you, is that a is that a Zach? 
a Whitford picture or is that a painting or what is that? This is a Michael Israel painting. So if you, I don't know if you can see the bottom here, but it says yeah. Michael Israel. And then at the top here, that's his handprint. That's the, uh, Michael Israel is one of my really good friends in the area who um, I've played at a few of his um, art showcases, his studio openings. He's been super supportive of me. And he's one of those artists, he, I think it's, it's speed art where you like, okay. you, you start with a canvas and you just splatter and you go. And then okay. in, in the middle of it, he turns it upside down and you're like, oh, I see what he's doing. Oh, wow, okay. He, he makes this beautiful piece in like, what, five minutes. It's nuts. It's insane. This is his original Steven Tyler that I'm proud to have. That's and also, <laughs> also right here, I've actually got, um, he he gifted me this over the pandemic. This is wow. a, oh my god! Wow, that's fantastic. Our man Fred, ready baby, yeah, yeah. He, he uh, did that upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, let's let's see. That's that's how it started. That's how it, that's what it really. Started. Oh wow! Happy but, uh, Dr. Brian May, by the way. <laughs> what's that? Happy birthday to Dr. Brian May, by the way. It's his birthday today. Oh yeah, I saw that today. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he was holding live streams over the, or uh, Michael Israel, the artist, was holding live streams over the pandemic. And several times he invited me to be a part of the show. So I would play a few songs on, on my own in between his painting. Um, and at the end of every single one of his live streams, he would hold an auction. And at every single one of the auctions was his Freddie Mercury that he had done that night. And, and he starts every bid at a dollar. So I'm like, I bid a dollar on the Freddy. <laughs> like every time I was in one of those, I'm like, dollar on the Freddy, please. Dollar on the Freddy, please. Well, he, he saw that and he gifted me a Freddy and it was so cool. very, very cool of him. But yeah, you should check him out. He's one of the best artists you can find. Definitely. Man, it's got a shimmer to it. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I love having uh, Steven and Freddy looking over me. Yeah, you can't go wrong. They won't steer you wrong. No, sir. Yeah. So what did you, uh, did you, what did you get into first? Did you get into uh, voice or did you get into guitar first? Well, my first instrument ever was piano. I was okay. four years old when I started music altogether. Um, it was one of those, you know, that, that phase that every parent has with their kid where it's like, my kid needs to like get into a hobby Right. Like <laughs> something in life. So it was, it was that phase in my life where my mom put me in soccer and I was the kid that ate grass and sat in the, sat in the dirt. Um, I played baseball for a little bit, um, which was fun. I do love baseball. And then little do people know I'm actually a black belt in karate. I got my black belt when I was 10. Okay. So that was one of the things that I did when I was younger, but even um, it was around three when I started karate, but it was four years old when I got put in mommy and me classes. And I guess it just sort of clicked with me. And I started with piano. And then at seven, I started with guitar. And then when I was 10 years old, I started singing and started doing recitals. And uh, I was singing like Oliver Twist and uh, like Phantom of the Opera when I was little. And when I was 13, I started my band. Sweet, man. And, and uh, how did you guys meet? I mean, how did, um, like, 
just tell us about those early days when you guys all got together. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. He broke right. Just tell us, tell us about the early days when you guys all got together in the, in the band. Well, um, yeah, I was 14 years old. My first gig was at a, uh, a place called the big kahuna down in Fort Lauderdale. And that was like a little burgers, <laughs> a little tiny restaurant bar. And um, sorry, <laughs> it's so good. I was I was taking uh, I was taking School of Rock lessons. Um, so at the School of Rock, I had several friends that I had as a part of the band, and uh, yeah, we we played a little bit. I had some kids come and go because you know everyone in my band was always older than me yeah so well, kids were going to college all the time so they had to leave a little early but i've been playing with my bassist cameron for five years now okay playing with my drummer alex for about three or two years now and then we have our backing singer kayla who um who's been singing with us ever since February, February of last year, um, we had a show called One Love Bahamas that headlined Lita Ford, Ingve Malmsteen, um, and Foghat. And that was a really fun show, but that was the month before everything went to shit. So, (laughs) (laughs) so we didn't have a gig for a long time, but, uh, no, she's, she's performing regular gigs with us and we're super stoked. I know you're probably so tired of talking about this, but what, what was the last year like for you? Were you, did that kind of, uh, <clears throat> having so much time to yourself and, and introspection and such, did that play into like your sound and direction change kind of, and, and putting this record together? Yes and no. Um, it's funny because Reborn, Reborn, the first single that I released off my EP I wrote when I was a senior in high school. So that was 2019 and um, before everything happened. Mm. And I had written that as a final project in my Gothic literature course. And I know it's a good song because I got a 96 on it. (laughs) Nice. To add on to that, what has been hilarious, I think it was two days ago, where I think my teacher from that class heard me talk about a 96 in one of the interviews and he put it on his Instagram story. He goes, we're going to write a wrong here. And he pulled up my grade from two years ago and changed it to a hundred. So the, the project's now officially a hundred percent love it <laughs> out of his good heart. And I love you, Dr. Mendes very much. Um, but yeah, that song was written as a demo in 2019 and then the rest sort of just all came together during the pandemic it all turned into one big happy package um and then it was august that i met my producer and he said i know exactly what you're about um we can we can get that sound out there and the demo was already sounding grand it was it was um mysterious, grand, heavy, um, but still catchy. Um, So I went out there to LA and recorded 
three songs, including Reborn and King of Hearts that, that, you, that you heard already. And then I went back this past April to record two more songs. So it is gonna be a five song EP that will come out August 6th. And I'm super stoked for you guys to hear it. And I have a lot more content coming out after that as well. Yeah! yeah.